you and we back with another episode of time out let's talk i'm your host Hern p hey nice little intro music had it switched up a little bit felt like the old one's kind of like you know drowning me out just a little bit so i just wanted to you know hopefully see how this one works a little bit better y'all let me know what you think but man we got another great show for this week's episode um a lot of good hot topics a lot of good conversations to start so y'all stay locked in man let's roll it All right, so hot topic question number one. I I don't have a name for this one, but I still appreciate them all, so I'm going to read them off. So for a hot topic, question one is, what is your next goal for your podcast? Uh, uh, I'm still working on, you know, my my main goal. Like my my main goal, my number one goal is, you know, establish a a core support-based, you know, everyday listeners, every week listeners, in my case, since I've only post once a week, but just try to establish a good group of that so I can actually gauge like where I'm at. Because right now, being so new in the game, a lot of my screams go up and down, up and down. So every week is it's different numbers, you know. So I guess what I'm at now, I know a few other people that support me each and every week, and I know a couple of people that catch it when they can. And I'm grateful for whatever I get, to be honest with you, right? But I think my main goal is to like try to zero in and figure out what my everyday core support base is. So whether it's 25, whether it's 50, whether it was a hundred uh, listeners each and every week, try to see if I can get my core support base to share it with one, at least one person, you know? So if it is 25 now, hopefully one day I can get 50. And if it's 50, then it can go to a hundred. So that's what I'm just hoping to do. That's my main goal. That's my number one goal. So I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, man, it don't matter if it's sports or whatever. If you, ever, if you want to learn about some podcast stuff, I'm fairly new in the game, but if I know some, of course I'm going to share it, right? So appreciate that question. Um, it's always good to get off sports every now and then. So I appreciate that question, whoever it came in from. All right, hot topic question number two came in from Miles. So his question is, should NBA players – playing pro-am games oh uh, yeah so i know chad holgram uh, uh what got a scratch fracture in his foot so i probably like take him out for the whole se- whole rookie year so uh, i guess that's where the question came from uh i think really it depends depends on the on the player to be honest with you so i feel like if you are a player coming in and you got a history of injuries or whatever the case may be, even though I know it don't, you know, a perfect healthy player can get hurt, right? Just, you know, at, at the tip off, you never know. Right. So I guess it just depends on the player. If I'm, if it's up to me, if I'm running an organization, if you one of my players that I got a lot of value placed on, then uh, I don't want you playing in the program game. Right. And uh, if you one of my players that, you know, that I'm constantly sending to the G League or, you know, you on a two-way contract, so you ain't really getting as much burn, I'm thinking program could be helpful for you so you can, like, you know, like improve your game or whatever whatever you feel like you need to do or whether it's like to audition for other teams, whatever you feel like to, to better yourself as a player. So, yeah, I'm. it all depends on your situation, like, if I'm in the Lakers, I don't want LeBron playing in it, right? I don't want my I don't want my top player playing in them. 
the top NBA player shouldn't be playing, in my opinion. So, because God forbid LeBron, uh, you know, mess his ankle up, now he gonna miss a large amount of time. Lakers is ninety seven million investing into LeBron. You know what I'm saying? So, I know they ain't trying to deal with that. So, if it's up to me, I guess it just depends on the player. But him, him being the number two draft pick, I know OKC is definitely shouldn't have, wish it never happened, right? So. I guess they are there, you know, they'll at the next like owners meeting, they'll they'll think about that and try to like change that up a little bit. So for the but for my opinion, I'ma say this depends on it. It only be select players. So that's what I'm gonna roll with. I appreciate that, Miles. All right, so hot topic question number three. Came in from my boy Jay. He hit me up, so I already knew he was coming with one, so and of course, he's a Seahawks fan of all teams. So he has a Seahawks question. So where do you rank DK Metcalf in my wide receivers? All right. So yeah, I did oh wide my top five. Well, I did my top five wide receivers a couple of weeks ago. So of course I didn't mention DK. So my boy Jay was feeling a little type of way about that. Hey, look, no shade of DK, right? But he, yeah, man, he he wanted to leave best right best wide receiver especially going into his fourth season he always hovering around a thousand yards uh i think he only did it i think he only did it once so i believe i think he had about 900 yards last year so i mean i know and with russell um russell wasn't been in and out of the lineup so you can blame that kind of like on like quarterback being out the game whatever the case may be playing with backups half this like a few games this season but i mean i rank him not in my top five, of course, right? Uh, I'm going to give him in my top top 15. Oh, oh, I mean, not really putting an order together, but, yeah, I, I got him being top 15 because I'm going to put, of course, you know, the five I already said before, you know, uh, Stephon Diggs, uh, Justin Jefferson. Um, who else? What I said, uh, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup. What was my fifth? Who's my fifth guy? Oh, and D Hop, yeah, D Hop. So, of course, I'm gonna pick those five over him, right? Because I already said it before, but going in, and then I mean, Tyree Hill there, bro. Uh, Debo, Debo, yeah, I, I picked Debo over him. Um, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, it's 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 a few so that he's kind of like in that in that bubble with man. So I don't know, bro. I mean, for sure, top fifteen, right? Uh, see, uh, I, I I would pick him for sure over CD Lamb because I know that was that was a big debate. You know, like is he better than CD or whatever the case may be? I I would pick him over CD Lamb. Right? I think he think got better hands than CD, but I guess CD. I think CD a better route runner than him though. All right, so yeah, DK top fifteen uh, wide receiver. I think most people agree he might not be in everybody's top ten, but he he could be a solid in the solid top fifteen going into year four if he can put up. Some good numbers with, with Drew Locke. 
or whoever they decide to get a nod to. But I, I'm hearing it's Drew Locke. So if he can put up some decent number, get back into that thousand yards receiving. I know Tyler Lockett out there too. So they they got a good little, I mean, a good combo. So let's that, see what he do. But Jay, I'm gonna go give him top fifteen, man. And I don't really have a like a set order. I ain't putting no list together, but I don't think he's in my top five or ten. So I'm just gonna say top fifteen. So appreciate it, Jay. Send some more in, bro. I, I know you. I know you wanted me to say he was like top eight or something like that, but top 15 right i'm gonna I'm a give you that appreciate that one jay so those are our hot topic questions for today i just want to say i appreciate everybody for sending those in and if you do want to have your questions on our next week's episode it's real simple all you really got to do is if you're following me on spotify in that q a section go ahead and just submit your question that way and a lot of people um your name's not coming up it's coming up anonymously so if you want to put your name first so i can let the let uh, let all the listeners know who who sent it through. Um, go ahead, put your name and then what your hot topic is on Spotify in the Q and A section, and I'll read it off in our next week's episode. But if you follow me on um, Anchor, just right there in the voicemail section, go ahead and just drop your question there and leave me a message. I'll just replay your message on our next week's episode. We'll talk about it a little bit, and then we'll just jump into the next one. So it's real simple, man. Um, if you want to be on the next week's hot topic, just follow me. Follow those little steps. Or if you follow me on Facebook, Instagram, um, you can get you can get at me on that too. So, y'all hold it down, man. We're gonna take a quick, quick commercial break. Uh, listen to our sponsors, and uh, we got more sports to talk about. So, y'all hold it down for me. What's up, y'all? It's none other than your girl, Mona Lisa. I first and foremost want to thank your host, my husband, Herm P., for giving me the opportunity to be the very first sponsor of Time Out, Let's Talk, the sports podcast. I am the owner of Mona Lisa's Kitchen in the 757 area. I'm most well known for my banana pudding, but your girl knows her way around the kitchen. So if you don't know how to cook or maybe you don't have time to cook, hit me up for all your meal prep needs. You can find me on Instagram at M-O-N-E-A-L-I-S-A. Thanks for the support. Love y'all. Welcome back to the second half of this week's episode, and we're going to get straight NBA, NBA news, NBA conversations on this one. So before we get too in deep to the conversation, I want to give a big shout out to Brooklyn Nets and the ownership, the front office, you guys handled the KD situation the best that I could have predicted. I I, I got to be honest, right? I was I was thinking y'all was gonna fold eventually, right? Because I'm lately the superstar always get what they want, right? So I just felt like oh, okay, let's see how this turned out. Where he going? But you guys stay stay locked in. I, I honestly I thought first I was like, hey man. If I'm the owner, KD don't want to be there, I'm getting him up out of there. Kyrie don't want to be there, I'm getting him out of there. I ain't about to deal with that. Like, I ain't about to deal with no drama, like no drama queens, whatever, right? So, but looking at it from, you know, Sean Marks and Josiah's standpoint, you guys was already a playoff team, you know, when they had D'Angelo Russell, whatever. So, you guys gave up everything to get those two guys, Kyrie and KD. You gave them everything they asked for, and all you did was ask them to play ball, right? So now that they're trying to, like, 
get up out of there because one thing or two, whatever, didn't go their way. It don't work that way. And Rudy Gobert getting that haul that he got from the Timberwolves, I don't feel like Brooklyn was wrong for asking for what they asked for. If they want your whole starting five and all your draft picks and part of your front off, whatever they asked for, they might ask you for the stadium. I don't know. But they got a right to because they just, they just gave up their whole young core to bring KD in there, gave him everything he want. Um, Jerry Island gone. No, I mean, they had, they had good, young, promising pieces, right? So, and they still do, you know, but him not being, KD not really being into his four-year extension that he just signed, he still got four years. 198, like, you, you guys paid him when he wasn't playing. Allow him to rehab, and then he come back, give you a couple of seasons. He don't like the way things looking. He won't out. Y'all don't want to let him out. Then he asking you to fire Sean Marks, allegedly, and Steve Nash, which I agree with Steve Nash, not the right coach, right? I, um, I think down in the long haul, I think the perfect coach for you guys would be like Mark Jackson. I think Mark Jackson would be the perfect coach for the Brooklyn Nets, but that's just my opinion. I just want to let the world know first that I'm, I'm, I think Mark Jackson with the Brooklyn Nets would be a better fit than Steve Nash. But hear me out first about the about the Brooklyn Nets and Josiah and Sean Marks. So KD coming, he asking for all these people to be replaced or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I agree Steve Nash shouldn't be there, but you guys, I gave you guys everything you asked for, and now you're trying to tell me what you want me to do. And and, and it don't work that way. If I'm if I'm that on the, on the front office, I'm standing, I'm doubling down. Josiah did a good job backing up Sean Marks. After that, after that leak came out that they met with Katie and he requesting for, you know, Sean Marks to be fired and Steve Nash to be dismissed or lose his job, whatever the case may be. They tweeted right after that and said, we're going to we're going to do what's right for the Brooklyn Nets. And that's keeping KD. If ain't nobody going to give up their whole future for you, bro, like we just had to do to get you and get give you everything you asked for, then you ain't going nowhere. So. KD, I guess he realized that somebody probably really important in his life to help him make his decisions. Told him, like, look, bro, it ain't looking too good because you you asked him to go to Miami, you asked him to go to Phoenix. Oh, but we can't get Jimmy Butler. You you want to play with Jimmy Butler, you want to play with uh Kyle Laurie. Like, you only want to get Duncan Robinson and whoever else to go back to Brooklyn and swap it out for you. And it, it don't work that way, bro. This team gave up every piece they had to satisfy what you wanted and what Kyrie wanted, right? So whether that was giving DeAndre Jordan that big contract when clearly he 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 was not playing to that that level, but you guys was real cool with DeAndre Jordan, so you, they paid him. You know what I mean? Um, LaMarcus Aldridge, you wanted him, got him. Patty Mills, got him. Blake Griffin, you got him. But now it didn't work out. Now it's all right, and then on to the next. Nah. Sean Marks, Josiah, y'all guys, man, I, I, I'm 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 surprised you did it. Um, but I gotta give props when props due. I know my boy Sam out there listening. I gave my heads up already. I told him I'm gonna give his I'm gonna give his boys you know me a good little shout out because you know I'm I'm forever coming at him. If y'all don't mean like the Katie and LeBron, it's a double standard. But you, some a lot of people say he's the best in the league, but y'all don't hold him to the standards of. LeBron James, but you know, that's another conversation for another day. But for the time being, I'm gonna give you guys a round of applause. You got him. 
Now, I think I like the offseason moves. I, I like Ross O'Neill. I like um, you guys bringing in T.J. Warren. That's a score. So if he can be what he was in Indiana, and not even to that extent, that's a really good pickup. And then you guys, you know, still got, you know, young Kerry, uh, re-signed Nick Claxton. Uh, yeah, Nick Claxton, you brought him back. So, I mean, y'all going to be pretty definitely going to be top. I want I want to give you guys top three in the East because now I feel like you guys going to have something to play for. Like, it's been a lot, man. Y'all took a lot of bashing this offseason. So getting swept in the first round. It's no way y'all can do this again. It's no way the Brooklyn Nets can go out there and get swept again. So I'm going to give you guys your props because you definitely deserve it. The front office definitely deserve it. You guys went out there and got some good pieces, good wings. I mean, I don't I don't know what you guys are missing. It seems like you got good depth on the bench. Joe Harris coming back. So the whole roster from top to bottom can definitely be in the NBA Finals, right? I'm not even going to cap. But – the on y'all Achilles heel to me is Steve Nash. Like, it, that's just what it is. He he doesn't make adjustments, and it shows. He's a he's a rookie coach. He should have been somewhere as somebody's assistant first. I mean, learn how to like adjust to those type of things because that's a that's a big market he playing in. And like them guys in New York ain't trying to wait five six years for Steve Nash to figure out how to coach and and lead superstars. But you got to give up that ISO ball and, you know, come up with some real team strategies, man. Might have to switch up his support. You might got to go get Steve Nash some veteran coaches to to be on his on his bench with him, like some serious coaches, some ones who proven some, like prove something once upon a time, you know, whether – no matter who it is. I, I, don't, I don't know who's out there and available to come right now to help him out, but because uh, – but it, something got to happen. And uh, I know Mike D'Antoni, I believe he left, but gotta gotta do something, man. Uh, just stay away from Luke Walker. That's 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 another that's another topic I ain't gonna get into. But for now, man, I'm gonna get the Brooklyn Nets. They just do good job handling that whole KD Kyrie. It's been all summer, so you guys made it through the summer. I like the roster. KD got a ball because he. Kyrie got a ball. Kyrie on the contract, yeah, so he he got a ball. He got to play. It should be no vacation days this season. So I'm going to leave that one alone. All right, so shifting gears, let's go on over to the West now. So we talked about the East Coast a little bit. So let's talk about the Lakers over in West. So breaking news, Pat Bev coming to my Los Angeles Lakers for Taylor Horton Tucker and uh, Stanley Johnson. I don't know if y'all recall, but you know, I, I kind of like predicted this episode one of my podcast. Not trying to, you know what I mean, toot my own horn or nothing like that, but kind of be knowing what I'm talking about, man. But no, nah. uh, when I was saying we got kind of the same kind of guys, Kendra Nunn, Taylor Horton Tucker, and Lonnie Walker that we just picked up this year, we had to get rid of one of them, and I felt like THT was the the best of the three to maybe move for market value wise. But I mean, big shout out to him, man. Cause going to Utah, that's kind of like uh, revamping a little bit. We still don't know what Donovan Mitchell going to do, but can possibly had a ball in his hand a lot more. So maybe we, we, we'll see something, but um, good luck to him out there. But 
the Lakers at this current moment. Uh Patrick Beverly, I think that I think that's a good pickup, right? Um we were twenty first in defensive of um efficiency last year. So and we've been like what top five the last couple of years, but dropped down to twenty one. That's that's a big drop off. So you definitely want to kind of like bring some good like good defenders in, man. Um pit bull defenders. And ain't no nobody better than Pat right now. I mean, he's getting older, so the biggest fear I have for Pat Bell with the Lakers is I mean, it's how often he's gonna be on the floor. Um getting uh mid thirties, I think he's thirty five, I wanna I wanna say in, in mid thirties, so he not this he not gonna give you all eighty two games. So I'm hoping to get maybe <clears throat> maybe sixty. I'm hoping sixty games at least out of Pat, right? But we 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 can't roll this lineup out on opening night. It is it's it's not gonna get it done. Dump signing Pat Bev just telling me it's it's no way you keeping Pat Bev and Rust on the same team. Right. It's 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 no way. It's you have no reason to go trade for another point guard if you got Pat if you already got Russ on the team, um Kendrick Nine, whoever you need. I mean, you don't need another guard at this moment. So why would you trade why would you trade for Pat Bev? Unless you got hopes to be sending Russ out pretty soon. And I and I think that's where they're going, man. Um I think now that you know, everything closed up in Brooklyn and Kyrie stand put, KD stand put, and they just going, you know what I mean, running back with what they have. I really think that the best option for my Lakers is to go go talk to Indiana, man. Um, you know, they rebuilding. So it's, they they would love to get some aspiring contracts and rush $47 million this year. Well, we, well they would love to have it. But, of course, it's going to come with a price for them, right? So last Last thing I heard, they wanted a couple first round draft picks when the Lakers only wanted to give up one. Hey, bro, go ahead and uh, go ahead and send them over there, yo. So I mean, it's no real reason to hold on to those draft picks for the like in twenty twenty seven and twenty twenty nine. It's it's no reason. Like it's it's no guarantee that those guys are going to benefit you, right? Unless you unless you got plans to be like like bottom barrel a bottom barrel team when it comes to that point. I know LeBron more than likely not going to be there no more, but he's still going to have like a, a decent core, I would say, or at least led by Anthony Davis and whoever else you can surround him with because he'll be somewhere in his mid-30s by then. So, I mean, I don't feel like you'll be one of the worst teams. So those draft picks, it shouldn't even be top 10, shouldn't be, right? But you never know. So I'll go ahead and send it over to Indiana. Go ahead and get Buddy Hill, Miles Turner. Now you're gonna you'll be, I mean, that lineup alone, Pat Bev, Buddy Hill, LeBron, AD, and Miles Turner, right? That's 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 a solid starting five, man. And 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 you still got room to bring to move a guy in, uh, whether it's Cole Swider, I mean, good perimeter shooter, or. You just want to leave it open to see what happens in the buyout market mid-season. Maybe you can snag up another wing, but for the most part, uh, that's a that's a good starting five. And you, you got shooting, you got defenders. As far as like Pat Bev and uh, Miles Turner, you got a floor general, LeBron James. 
Uh, um, you got a um, sorry, and Anthony Davis, who's a good rebounder and um, solid defender too. Like he he averaged a couple blocks a game, so he can help you wherever you need that help at on the court. So AD just have to be healthy. But if it's up to me, man, I, I will go ahead and pull the trigger on this Indiana trade. I really feel like it's something coming, like Pat not coming to the Lakers and Russ still there. I, I can't see them taking the floor together. So if it happens, it's going to surprise me. But, I mean, how many of y'all actually believe that the Lakers got um, – they are hoping to have Russ and Patrick Beverly play side-by-side side or – same team on the bench together. We can't see that, right? It's, it's too much bad blood there for them to – we know what they think about each other, whether – I think Pat Bev can, you know I mean, brush it off. He 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 just want to be on – he just want to be on the court. But Russ Russ ain't letting it go, which I understand because he did kind of like take take in his season in the playoffs, like took, it, took his legs from under him. So Russ still holding on to that, rightfully so. But – it's been a it's been a lot of no trash talk between the two of them lately. So I, I just can't see them being teammates. So the best option that I'm hearing right now is this Indiana trade. And it just it just fits perfectly. Like go out there, whether you want to bring Dennis Schroeder back. I know he hinted at LeBron to bring him back. He was a solid um he was a solid six man over in OKC. Maybe he can come back in. Whether well, the owner, whether they want him as the main guy or a backup for Pat. I don't I don't know. Whether you want to bring Scottie Pippen Jr. into the roster more, because I know he's on a two-way deal now. So you still got that wiggle room to maneuver things around. You still got good depth with Kendrick Nunn, Lonnie Walker, Thomas Bryant, uh, um, Daniel Jones. So um, it, it's still a we we it still got a solid solid roster now. It's not Golden State. It's it's I don't I still don't. F- Still don't feel like it's gonna be enough to get you over the hump. I mean, I still feel like Phoenix gonna be good, Golden State gonna be good, Denver's gonna be good. Good. Um, so you looking at about a fifth seed, sixth seed at best. Timberwolves gonna be good. Um, so yeah, I mean, you, you still got opportunity. Oh, I didn't mention the Clippers. So you still in that bubble, in my opinion, far as like a sixth seed. At work, I mean, at best, maybe a four seed, but I do feel like you can get fifty wins with a roster like that, with a with a Pat Bev, a Buddy Hill, LeBron, AD, Miles Turner, and uh, Lonnie Walker on the bench, um, Austin Reeves. Uh, uh, who else we got on the bench right now? I said Lonnie Walker, Austin Reeves, Kendrick Nunn. So yeah, they, they, it's, a, it's a few guys over there. Um, I would like to see them bring Cole Swider, put them, bring them on the um the roster. I know they got Wendell Gabriel, um, hustle player more than anything. I mean, not really gonna get like big numbers from him, but he do hustle. So I, I appreciate that more than I appreciate some of the other stats. But future for the Lakers, man. I would say they're not done yet. We got to see how this turn out. Um. They just gotta. They just got to get. Of course, they're younger now, but they gotta bring some true defenders in, and they gotta get a shooter. So hopefully, whatever happens with this Westbrook trade, if he gets traded, 
we it got to be returning some type of shooter to the team. And I think the best shooter that's on the market right now is uh, Buddy Hill. And if you can get um, Miles Turner with it, uh, the lead leader in blocks, to be right beside AD, you, man, that's, that's a win. All right, so before I close this week's episode out, man, I got to show love to the GOAT. Uh, best player I didn't seen growing up. Um, the reason why I love basketball as much as I do now, Kobe Bryant, you know, had Mama Day, 824. His birthday was on the 23rd. So I feel like it's only right for me to share with y'all my favorite Kobe memory growing up, right? So this was back when I was 13 years old. So I was just, it was a couple of days after my birthday. I think it was either December 18th or December 19th. And, um, the Lakers are playing the Denver Nuggets back when Carmelo's and then Carmelo was over there. And um Kobe was dealing with, you know, that that sexual assault case he had in in uh in Colorado or whatever. And um he came to the game late. So I remember it being about six minutes left on the clock in the first quarter, four to six minutes left on the clock, and I was Crowd went crazy. I'm like, damn, I'm like, what? You know, it ain't as HD as it is now in basketball, right? So you see somebody walking through the tunnel, but you don't know who it is. But Kobe Bryant, so the crowd go crazy. Kobe come. They get like a little 10-point lead going into half. So I'm like, oh, yeah, my boy's good. You know what I'm saying? But Kobe had a pretty rough day, though. You know what I'm saying? So I think he had did an interview. He was like, he'd been up since 4.30, dealing with the court stuff, going to Colorado. Right? Took the private jet back to the Lakers um, game against the um, Denver Nuggets. So he had to basically prepare himself for both. So he was pretty much off that game. But when it came down to the clutch, my boy uh, knocked down the game winning shot. It was like 99. It was like 99 up. A couple seconds left, man. Get Kobe the ball, hit the game winning shot. He only ended with a game with like 13 points, but he, he, he was there when it mattered the most. And I was like, dang, my boy came through the clutch. So even though – he had a tough game. He know his team needed him, so he stepped up when he when he needed to, and uh, you know, sent them boys packing back to Denver. So that's my favorite Kobe memory, man. Just, of course, it was my birthday, so you, that's the very next game. I want my Lakers to win. Kobe come out, ain't have the best game, but he got the he did he made the play that I'm gonna remember forever. So that's my boy Kobe, and uh, rest in peace to the Black Mamba, man. For sure. And that's a wrap for this week's episode of Time Out Let's Talk. Hey, I want to thank all of you guys for tuning in with me, man, each and every week, man. You guys could be doing anything, anywhere in the world, but these last 25 to 30 minutes, you dedicated to me, so I'm forever grateful for you guys. Um, Y'all continue to, you know, tap in with me. We got a lot more basketball to talk, a lot more football to talk about, and whatever other sports you guys want to tap into, we're going to get on it. But before I wrap up, man, I just want to give a big shout-out again to my giveaway winner, Dave. Hey, enjoy your Washington Commanders and uh, Tennessee Titans um, game with your little man. I can't wait to see those pictures, bro. So y'all stay stay locked in, man, and we're going to be right back where we was at next week. So uh, y'all stay safe, stay blessed. See y'all next Friday. We gone.